0: Welcome to the remake factory hostage situation coming to you live from a bunker six miles under sunny Hollywood, California, where we've been forced to rewrite and recast movies against our will. I am
1: Patrick and I'm Jason Sp- spring is sprung and it's in the air. Yeah, Patrick, you know, the big, the big game has been big, big gone. Uh, Hollywood's yes. Hollywood's big night, uh, is, is now over without as many gone. errors as before.
0: But not as, but they made enough jokes about it. Remember that last year where we really
1: screwed up a bunch of stuff. Sure thing. So we're getting we're getting into March, and I've just been doing some spring cleaning over here. Uh, been taking up the philosophy of uh, that famous book that came out a couple of years ago. You know, if you haven't you haven't used it in a year, throw it down the hole in your house. If it doesn't have a function or if it doesn't make you happy, get rid of it. So I've been going through been going through one of the bunks here, uh, and I think I'm just going to start throwing some things away. Let me just... Okay, like... Uh, this your, your, no, your things, your things, your things. No, Don't no. Don't touch my things. Y- no, you, the, the thing is, is if you haven't used it in a year, throw it away. I haven't used your pants in a year, so it's going down the hole. Yep. And I'm going to throw your pants down the hole. Uh, no, Chuck. Uh, oh, jeez, this is... Well, I see your uh, prescription pill, like, a uh, day of the week thing. I never use any of those pills, Patrick. I don't know what they're for. You won't tell me. Here they go. Huh. Along with all the bottles of pills. Huh.
0: Well, for your information, they were just different kinds of Skittles and Pezzes, so joke's on you.
1: Hmm. Well, it looks like Dr. Candy isn't uh, isn't coming for you anymore. Well, if you're going to throw my medicine down the hole,
0: I'm going to throw your favorite stuffed animal. Not Lincoln. Your favorite, your stuffed Lincoln that you made uh, out of an old tube sock is down the hole now.
1: Patrick, you know, the death of Lincoln here has made me think think about some things. Maybe maybe we should come together and, and put an end to this civil, civil cleaning war in this war in this war of brothers brother against brother item against item we've come to a new understanding and a new birth of freedom to collect junk and not throw it down the hole I can live with this truce now Patrick what if um, what if you went down the hole though you you use me on a daily basis it's, there's no reason for me to get thrown away I can learn how to scrub my own back i can I'm willing to you know sacrifice if you that. could if you could have you would have yeah. i have a purpose you're real good, you get my shoulder blades real you get right in those crevices, oh your crevices all yeah yep all forty seven of them we counted. I know. Speaking of counted,
0: yeah, there's a ticker tape on the machine, just like they used to count back in the days of stocks and trading. Have
1: we ever thought about just letting that that print run out and just feed it straight down, straight down the thing, you know? We did
0: let it go for a couple of weeks, if you remember, in the in the recent history. It's true.
1: Well, Patrick, I guess I'll go go grab it. I guess I'll go get it. We threw away all of our pants. Why'd we do this? We don't need them.
0: This is terrible. That's a societal structure. We don't need pants down here.
1: Patrick, pants are not just a construct.
0: They're a social construct,
1: and you can't can't prove otherwise. All right, Patrick, I'm back with the movie. We got a movie here from the 1970s. That is the best era for cinema movies. I don't know about that, but uh it's a Charlton Heston vehicle. Have we done a Chuck Hess before? uh no, we have not uh
0: we have well, we already did oh, they did the Apes movies already. We can't do those again
1: nope It's about him he's living in a one might say like an apocalyptic sort of society okay the Omega man. Uh, that's a good one. He was in he was in a few movies like this. It's it's Soylent Green. Oh the the people movie. It does have people in it. Yes. Let's just go watch it. I ne- I've never seen it. It's one of those old classics. All right. Let's let's go on. I, I'm sure the Soylent Green stuff is going to be like totally benign and not, you know, a whole thing. Bye everybody.
2: New York City, 50 years from today. Nothing runs, nothing works.
1: They gave me a quarter of a kilo!
2: But people are the same. And people will do anything to get what they need. What they need most is Soylent Green. Simonson, board of directors of the Soylent Corporation. Murdered because he discovered the secret of Soylent Green. Detective Thorne, he's got to find out what Simonson knew. Ah! Saul Roth, Thorne's researcher. Courtesy of your next assignment. William R. Simonson, Chelsea Towers West. When how'd you get all these? Cheryl, the furniture. Is that Simonson? Is that a yes nod or a no nod? Yes. Hatcher, police captain. Simonson. Supposed to look like he was killed when he caught some punk burglarizing his apartment. What do you say? It was an assassination. Ah! Tab Fielding, bodyguard. Why would you leave that door open? (laughs) Why did you set up Simonson? Charlton Heston, Edward G. Robinson, Lee Taylor Young, Chuck Connors. Fight for survival and solve the most bizarre riddle ever to face mankind. This is the police.
1: I'm asking you to disperse. The supply of soiled green has been exhausted.
2: Why does Soylent Green mean life? You must disperse. The scopes are on your way. Why does Soylent Green mean death?
1: Alright folks. Here we are. We're back from the video vault. Where we took a glimpse of the world of New York City. Twenty forty in Soylent Green. No, it was twenty twenty two. Oh, was that it? What was I thinking about yeah. it
0: being twenty forty? I don't know. There's so many movies that are made a couple of years ago. They're like the the world of twenty sixteen. They're gonna it's gonna be that the world is cut in half. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, it was twenty twenty two. You're right, you're right.
0: <laughs> uh Jason, this was not a good movie. There's a lot of good
1: stuff in here there i mean i guess it was pretty
0: boring
1: you know sometimes i say a movie has like good good bones you know but it's all it's all bad i don't know if it even goes as far as to say there's bones in here but there's like like just little bits little bits of stuff there's i think there's a lot of relevance I'm, in this movie to, to today oh big time. To- yo I, I completely agree but
0: i um, i am very much against the idea of an exposition
1: crawl Right, 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 right. This one but did have a like jaunty needed, a jaunty tune at the beginning. Something. Where it, it it had an exposition crawl. It had all those pictures of like here's the 1890s city and here's, you know, some ragtime music and then here's like that same 1890s city for half of the montage and yeah. then the rest of it was just more and more cars. And I get it. You're saying this movie takes place
0: in the future. And but it's like there was so much missing. Like, is is there a government anymore? Was Is is this like a one of those dystopian futures
1: where just corporations run everything? One of the main characters was the mayor of New York City who was running for re-election with big signs of, you know, re-elect Mayor Jones all over the place. Well, we don't know how old those are. Like, He's it, in the it movie. Filled, He's like, it f- one of the toughs goes to him it it feels like like the
0: police force in this was just like a couple of guys that got together and said you know what we need to still have police officers we want to be police officers yeah okay let's do it i've got a have got a collection of football helmets let's go and like like a badge it was like a like a plastic kids toy from a happy meal or something i just had no idea what kind of world this was like but it was only america like this I just, I don't know, I, I, I needed some,
1: some perspective, I think, is what this movie needed. Uh, Patrick, I think it's pretty obvious from a lot of this movie that the world is 100% messed up. Oh, yeah, I totally get it. But I just didn't feel that way. So, folks, Soylent Green is the story of Detective Frank Thorne. He's a New York City cop. And as we said before, New York, maybe the whole world, is all messed up. You got overcrowding. You got famine. You got what appears to be massive global warming. There's an energy crisis on. Riots. All the bad stuff. Income inequality. The whole thing. A future that is not at all like what we've got going on in the present. (laughs) I was going to say, it's like super timely,
0: but I was like, like. Because it's so timely, it's like, oh, yeah, I live all of this stuff. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, it's like I don't understand, like, the, 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 the macro, maybe, you know? We get the micro of this, like, small New York suburb, but not really the rest of the world or something? Like, like is there, is there news anymore? Is there, is there anything? Yeah. Like it feels like it feels like there would be like this weird, like RoboCop Delta City government mandated like you know nightly news program where like everything's great, new new Soylent Green is gonna bring food to millions of people and it's gonna save the world and stuff. I, I like I needed maybe some of that like
1: uh, RoboCop satire world setup stuff, you know? The the world in Soylent Green uh, is is uh, at a level of bleakness that uh, you have you have to see folks. There's no there's no fresh food. Everybody's eating soylent. You got soilant yellow, you got soylent red, you got soylent green, and they're just crackers and that's your meal. Right. Uh the The world is so crowded with people that the streets are just full of people sleeping on the ground there's one scene that takes place basically just on a highway where everyone's living in a ban- like it was a cool scene in abandoned vehicles, and that 's their home yeah uh, charlton Heston in his apartment complex every apartment complex for one features a uh a man at the top of a staircase with a with an automatic rifle um and Charlton Heston every there's multiple scenes of Charlton Heston having to navigate stairwells stairs with, with just people covered with people on sleeping. Stairs. And let me tell you something, folks. I've never I've never slept on a staircase, and I'll tell you why. Because that sounds like the least comfortable place to sleep. <laughs> but there's multiple the scenes. the floor. Charlton Heston is having to like hoist himself up on the the rails, uh, rails yeah. and sort of tiptoe down through through people. Uh, and some
0: guy's like, hey, watch where you're stepping,
1: bub. It's like, dude, you're sleeping on a I'm fucking staircase. Stairs, dude. So uh, we, we got this rich guy, okay? He lives in a big well, tower. Well, hold
0: right? on. Um, before, before we leave, I just want just, to pop this in here. It's talking about people sleeping. Yeah. I don't want to jump too far in the future, but the climactic fight scene at the end where Charlton Heston fights a guy and the floor is made of people. Mm-hmm. Like, not just the food, but, like, they're just, they're just walking on people fighting, and, like, beds are falling over onto other people. Like, like everything's just made of, like, yeah, the whole the whole uh, spoiler alert, everyone knows. The silent green is people. Like, everything is people. The floor is people. Like, there's so many people. The buildings are made of people. Like, it's it's like this weird... Like, like I don't know, like, how do you, how does this
1: place survive? Like, how does it thrive at all? Well, you uh, have riot police capture people and then feed them into the soil and Green machine, probably. You'd think before it got to this point, there'd be
0: like, it's a, it's illegal to have babies. You can't have babies anymore, you know, unless it's like from the police said you can. Mm, I don't know if that would fly in this country. I mean, they have a one-child policy in China, and no one's going like, oh, that's so wild. Like, I I, I could see the, you know, the U.S. instituting a one-child policy at some point before it gets uh, to the point that they're just... People flipped la- out. Like, do the, does the government know that is,
1: they're making people and crackers? <laughs> Let's not forget, Patrick, we live, we live in this country where people freaked out if they had to work for a company that bought health insurance... And that health insurance happened to buy birth control for people, and you're yeah. suggesting that we <laughs> mandate population
0: controls like that? No, I'm, I'm not saying we should. I'm just saying in this or, or that's world a thing that they would set up. To. You'd the rip- think they'd try to put some kind of stop gaps in here because, like, like is is there's just so many people, there's no way to document them all, and so the government. That exists or doesn't exist or whatever is like turned a blind eye to all of this like that's hundreds, if not thousands of people just just that are just whoop off the street and now they're just ground ground up into cheese its like i don't get <laughs> like, how it can go unnoticed what we see you know? the
1: government doesn't indicate very much that they're they're record keeping a whole lot as it is. Um, I, th- I think but, that but th- th- at the same time that, uh, d- uh, Charlton Heston's
0: best friend, neighbor roommate is like, he knows all of this record keeping stuff. And like, so has these books about what's going on and stuff like you, if this was really going on,
1: why would they put it on the books? If, if, if it wasn't like okayed by whoever is up the chain, I, I don't, I don't know if necessarily the twist at the end of this movie is, is in those books so much as, uh, and this is not explained in the movie very well. Um, the the books indicate that... So they say Soylent Green is made out of algae. Like it's it's coming from the sea. Plankton and algae, Plankton. yeah. I, my impression is that those books actually say that the oceans are... Uh, dying. Dying, and so there's not enough algae to be producing what they got. And so the conclusion they end up coming to is like, this is fucked up, but I'm pretty sure Soylent Green is made out of people. Uh, and that leads... I don't know why no one else before Charlton Heston has bothered to like go. Oh, I wonder what's going on with Smelly Green Factory. I'll go check that out. Uh, well, there's like people that fucking work there. Yeah, that's like, th- that's a problem. A
0: whole, an entire industry.
1: I don't know how this can
0: go unnoticed and okayed. Gonna have to grease a lot of like palms. It would, be, it, would, it would be one thing if like th- it wasn't so dystopian like it, like it was kind of okay again like a, like a, like a Detroit RoboCop kind of thing where shit's fucked but it's not like it's not like walking dead fucked like this is walking dead fucked like there's there's nothing going
1: on that can be tenable that people aren't committing like, mass suicide is one of the less believable right. aspects of this movie cuz like people are going around this is New York City where according to the movie 40 million people live and they're, like, rationing water out of, you know, plastic jugs and stuff, and you're living in a car. It would, it would make more sense, and I think that's where we should go with it, is that
0: Soylent Green, so- the Soylent Company, which is, we need to talk about, there's a company in 20, 2018 that is called Soylent, and they make food, and we're going to have to have trouble making this movie now with a company that thought they were so clever.
1: Yeah, that's, that's true.
0: I think it would make more sense in our movie if the Soylent Company was not in New York. The Soylent Company, it needs to take place in like a third world country.
1: What?
0: We've completely skipped over
1: explaining the plot of this movie as well.
0: Okay, Okay. the plot of the movie is Charlton Heston uh, is investigating a murder, and the murder is of a high, high-ranking high member of the board at the Soylent Company. Right, he gets his head bashed in with the pry bar. And he realizes this is not a break-in because the guy didn't take anything, the guard was suspiciously off-duty, and the and the security system was offline for the first time ever, and nothing was taken. Something stinks. And so he's like, this isn't a burglary. And so, as he digs deeper, he realizes that there's shady shit going around in the Soylent Company, and then they come after him. It's because he's snooping too deep. And
1: no, uh, that's you know, it, no. It's like, you are you. You step aside. All right. So, Mister. So Charlton Heston discovers that um, for one, everyone's all like surprised that this guy works for Soylent. Like they have to go and research like w- what this dude's thing was. No one knows why he has all this money and so he has to go to the All library right. and figure it out. Uh and so he finds out that uh I and I think this is what happened. So the guy who gets murdered he ends up taking his furniture, which is a, fu- a future word for uh uh sex slave that you own if you're rich. Uh right. he he ends up he takes his his furniture to church. And I think it's he's he's had a psychological break because he's found out that Soylent Green is people. I don't I, I don't right. think that guy knew before, and so the Soylent people. No,
0: I don't think so either. Well, they, they they explicitly say that, like because Charlton Heston brings back from this guy's apartment like fresh meat and vegetables and all this really good you know luxury stuff like soap to, right, to back to his the,
1: place to hang out. The guy's on the board of the director, directors for the Soylent Company. You'd think he'd be he'd be in on it, but I guess he wasn't. And so he's unreliable, and that's why the Soylent Soylent Corp sends a, a tough to bash his head in, and uh, and that sets off uh, Charlton Heston's whole thing. But once he starts digging too deep, they like,
0: you know, they the bodyguard starts stalking him and and following him there,
1: and then. They go. They go to the uh, the police chief, uh, who uh, the guy's name is Brock Brock Turner is the name of the actor, and he belongs in the uh, serious black police chief hall of fame because he was a oh, yeah. he was a great serious black police chief in a movie. But they they get him to be like, hey Frank, just uh, let this Drop one go. It. Drop it. Yeah, you're messing with people you don't want to mess with. Uh. there's like a hundred murders in this town every
0: day and this, none of them are going to get solved. So don't, not about you brush this one away too. And he's like, who got to you? He's like, nobody got to me. I got, I get paid and that's how I got, you know, got and all, you know, What's it's that whole idea that like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm part of the machine because I'm the man yeah. and that's the whole 70s scene. But it's what like, what's the
1: point? What's the point of
0: the police? In this movie, that's what I kept saying. Like, what do they do? Is what kind of structure can this even have? Uh, are they are they the, merely the, just a police force? Shakedown artists?
1: I feel like that's the only reason they exist. They hand out they hand out the food stamps, and the detectives get to go rob people when crimes happen in places. Yeah, right. That's that's what I'm saying. Like this, there's it's, we've almost gone too far into the
0: apocalypse for this to be a stable society that. Allows as many people to to survive as it does. Mm. Like, we need to be on the brink of that shit. And the big revolution is that, like, holy fuck, this Soylent company rounds up, like, just, like, people off the streets of, of like, like third-world countries. And they're feeding them to Americans. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, the billions in Beijing or in India or something like that where Americans wouldn't even know. Because, like, one day it's like, hey, where'd, where'd Steve go? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Like, crack or, like there's on a hundreds of folks that are just like <laughs> taken off the street of, of of New York, and no one bats an eye. It needs to be there. There needs to be a separation that it would make more sense. And once there is a revolution, there, once once the revelation is, is is said, like holy shit, this is what's going down, and it needs to like come from the top down kind of thing. I just think this world's too far gone for it to even matter. Right. Right. You, you you might be like, right what's, what's uh, the green the, the, is the the movie ends with him screaming the line so and green is people everybody knows this shit, but then it's like end credits like what's it, what's it going to change the world like these these two hundred hobos in this gymnasium are going to go, well, I guess I'm not going to eat and green anymore because it's people I guess I'll just die <laughs> like yeah. like there's what's it, what's what's the world gonna look like in and green 2 like like that, i don't I just didn't get. It was too far gone for
1: me. I mean, at that the, the, the 15 minutes after the end is, like, what, a mob of of stair-sleeping people going and eating the rich? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I just—I think—because th- th- there, there was no
0: villain in this movie. There's no villain other than gener- gen- general oppression right. and a terrible world to live in. I want there to be, like, an evil CEO— Mr. Soylent at the top that's, like, Mm. mandating this terrible shit, you know, rounding up
1: poor folk, you know? Yeah, I guess. I I like this movie more than you did. I was—the world is too messed up, though. Like, there's no reason for it to actually hold together like it does.
0: Exactly. This movie has very good bones. So the movie needs to open up in, like, a boardroom. With, like, six folks on a board. And it's all these super terrible white people. And Mr. Swinnet there at the top is like, listen, our our, our food supplies are, are drying up. The ocean is not producing what it used to. We can't make cattle anymore because it's ruining the environment, this, that, and the other. Right here and now, here's what we're going to do. There's, you know, he he kind of brings up, like, the Indian caste system is like you know there's this lowest caste that no one even cares about the untouchables, and he goes they won't even care if they go missing kind of thing, and we really set up this villain to be this horrible piece of shit, and the one guy's like are you kidding me, no, and he's he's like fine, if you don't th- you need to come up before tomorrow come up with a with a sustainable food source for for the billions of people on this planet or whatever, and then as soon as he leaves you know, Mr. Evil's like We're gonna we're gonna kill him. He's he's gonna ruin the whole thing
1: for us. Yeah. We'll be we'll be billionaires. And that's where it has to kinda of kick off. The, no, that is not the way to start the evil boardroom. Isn't that the beginning of um that's the beginning of real genius, by the way? That's the literal beginning is, yeah. of real genius. But there's no
0: villain like it's it's just it was building up to this revelation that
1: Soylent Green is people, and it does nothing with it. Well, there's no. We find out that Soylent Green is people, but like, I don't feel like a lot of people are getting Soylent Green. Like they're always running out of the stuff. It's it, there's well, there's no, never it's never like, a question. Is Soylent Yellow Day and. It, it soilent green is people is the answer to a question that no one asks. Like, if if everyone's on the brink of starvation and halfway through the movie it was like soilent green's coming out, just like, like cops and football helmets shoveling soilent green on people, and everyone's like, yeah, I got yeah, food right, now, this Right, is great. right. great. Then the ending of like, like if soilent green was the solution to the problem, and by the end you go soilent green is people, then that's a thing, right? Right, exactly. It didn't feel like the, the, this changed the world at
0: all. At the very, very beginning, we hear like a radio announcement, like new Swan and Green is coming or something like that, but it didn't. The, there's just not enough world to know what's
1: going on and how things are affected by any of this. Like, and Green needed to be the last ditch, Hail Mary, this is going to save the world thing. Right, right. The, right. the, the conflict at, or the question that has to be. Or the question that is answered at the end is like, yeah, we can save the world, but the cost is uh, substantial. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, I, I yeah. want to see Charlton Heston, like, in the Temple of Doom, like, child factory. Like, the real dirty guts of, like the reality of what's going on, because this was like a Nabisco factory. Like it was <laughs> yeah.
1: in the middle of nowhere. It was a block away from where he lived. <laughs> hey, man, he, like, he hitched it, it, on a garbage truck, rode all the way out to upstate New York or something to check out this Nabisco plant. Right. What? But it, it it it
0: needs to be some, in some weird, nefarious, you know, crazy part of the world where it's not going to be found out. Like, this, this just seems like someone folks like again folks just worked there hey steve how was your job today oh no problem i crunched a bunch of people into <laughs> cheese nips like like this would this would be this would so be easily found out by the generic public before he stumbled upon the answer
1: yeah i mean i haven't figured out the entire social structure here right because you have you've got the really rich people who live in the big buildings with the the real meat and tomatoes and then you just have like the the desperate masses and an occasional police officer and a giant security guard guy, like there's no there's no middle society doesn't collapse at all. Um, my question is why is everyone packed into New York City? Like, you could take all seven billion people on the planet right now and pack them shoulder to shoulder into a space. It's like roughly the size of the Los Angeles metropolitan area. And the earth right. is way and bigger like, than that. No
0: one, like no one lives in Montana. That is an empty state. There's no one that has ever lived in Montana for 16 years. Like it, there's no one there. Yeah. So I just don't get. I don't, so like is the world outside New York world, like radioactive or something Or that's what we need. We need some, we need, or, you know, and if we're talking about huge global warming, New York wouldn't even fucking be there. Right. It would be underwater somewhere. So we need like this, like, um, new Midwest city. It needs to be like Minneapolis or something has become this huge hub of everyone from the edges of the country have flocked North
1: Midwest, Mm. you know? Yeah, some a a recognizable-named middle country city that would not be able to deal with exploding into being a megalopolis. Columbus, Ohio. Right. You know. Something like that. Right, exactly. Detroit, Michigan.
0: <laughs> this is a, a RoboCop a crossover. A
1: Robocop yeah, and I kind of like the idea that these people are... The idea that that Soylent Green is getting scooped up, I mean, it wouldn't even necessarily have to be a third world country, right? Like, they could be scraping out Soylent Green donors out of uh, Cincinnati or something, right? Well, it, it needs, because if, if this is, as, as we've set it up, it needs to be the
0: savior of the population. Right. Like, we're talking about, of people dying to save the other 50%. Mm -hmm. So it's going to have to be a huge
1: amount of people. Yeah. That's part of the thing that didn't make, like if you're going to make, if you needed a, a food source, you don't, how do I explain this? perpetual energy isn't possible, right? Like even if you start Right, e- yeah, 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 even if you start exactly. soiling greening people, it's a it's a system that loses uh you know energy as it goes on. So this isn't even really a solution.
0: Well it is it, it there, there's there is a parabola here where you no longer need it because the rest of the people now have enough food because we didn't have to use soiling green anymore. Now maybe whatever yellow was made out of like the like corn or whatever yellow was or mm-hmm. brown or whatever is now enough to sustain the others. We floated on Soil and Green for a couple of years.
1: And now we've thinned the herds. As it were. Yeah, that Yeah, that might work. because there's 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 a
0: there's lines of going up and down and they cross in the middle where you're no longer gonna need soil and
1: green. Yeah, and I bet I bet soylent green is, is uh I bet Splint green, green keeps pretty well, right? Like, you just you just produce a lot of oh, Splint yeah. green. Hmm.
0: And, we yeah, we need to see, like, when it's unveiled, you know, just like, I hate to keep bringing it up, but, like, when RoboCop was re- unveiled, like, it was, like, seen as, like, this is going to save the whole world. So it needs to be this, I want to, I do, I want to see, like, the media, and I want to see what news and TV is like in this world where it's almost like the the silver shamrock of like, hey motherfuckers, this is the next big thing. Yeah. Like it's, and it's gonna be like a Sarah McLaughlin song and like like video of like uh, slow motion wheat in the wind, you know, soilent green, the 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 green solution to fix this w- gray world, you know. Yeah, yeah, I got you, got you. Like this weird, terrible propaganda that really gets folks behind it, because right now just it just looks like. Like like just, just, the dregs of people are just like I don't know it's, it was so weird like why what's going
1: on I never got it I mean what if I mean wouldn't one way to to do this would be like the whole time there's this big like hmm like a propaganda drive sort of going on in the background like you know go go volunteer to, to join the reclamation project we're gonna we're gonna clean up right, this country. Right, right. And, in, like, you've got all these poor people who are, like, joining up to go to go do a thing. But in reality, the truck just turns them into Soylent. But even then, that wouldn't
0: be enough. Like, that's what I didn't get in this one either. Like, uh, Saul, his best friend, right. at the very end, goes to one of these clinics to, like, kill himself, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, he's going to have good food and, and watch the beautiful visions of the past. And then they just throw him in a barrel so we're saying Soylent now is like also
1: volunteer based that wouldn't that wouldn't be enough yeah i I had an idea that the end of this movie I don't know if this is disconnected enough from uh let me just let me just toss this at you what if what if the big reveal okay. at the end of this movie this whole time this whole time uh, you know since we've said that people really aren't enough to to feed it's not it's not a good cattle. People in general. Sure. Uh, what if what if they're saying this whole time that Soylent Green is like made out of bugs, right? Sure. No, bugs bugs are good. Maybe the, the mascot for Soylent Green is like a, a, a friendly grasshopper or something. Uh, right, and, right. Right. And the the big reveal at the end of this is that Frank Thorne, he finally makes it to where they produce uh, Soylent, and it's like him coming over a, over a rise or something, and he finds out that that the bugs for Soylent Green are made from they feed on people and it's just him and he looks out and there's a huge pit of just dead bodies and like a conveyor belt dumping more bodies into the pit and a goddamn biblical plague of bugs feasting on the whole thing. And it's, it's real horrible looking. Yeah. I'm fine
0: with, with that idea. It would still need a shit ton of fucking people for that engine to run.
1: Right. At that
0: point. But you could dump all sorts of stuff in that pit. not just use the people?
1: Uh, you need someone to break the people down. There's also like an energy problem. Like the bugs will decompose those bodies and lay eggs for more bugs, and you'll be able to harvest okay. the bugs. But I don't know if you if, if if world is if the world is in dire straits, and you say, hey, soiling green, it's made out of bugs, but those bugs ate on people, like that. Eh, that's not great. But no. I mean I can say like hey that hamburger is made from a cow and the cow ate grass and the grass fed on worm poo and the worm fed on your grandma like like the yeah. circle of life is a lot the longer than on that one uh but it, it it is still a fact of life Yeah I I see
0: it I just I I just think for, for multiple reasons like this needs to be in it, it needs to be people yeah at least it it needs to be people and it needs to be a, a huge amount of folks man and that's how we i mean we need a villain we need somebody to take this down we need, we need
1: at the at the very end the villain needs to go into his own cracker machine right what if okay ask about <laughs> no, i don't know about that what if here's here's another here's another pitch when we we're talking about like why everyone is crammed it like like if New York is overflowing with people, like just go out of New York right just right. just go out to the hills, just sleep on someone else's staircase um What if at the end of the movie, the termination is that like they are living in the Soylent green factory like that's why there's so many people no one can get out. Ooh. People seem like it seems like people are keep coming into the city, and so like they're in the whole time. He's like, "Oh, stolen green's getting, getting all these people from the city and turn them into people to feed to feed the rich folks." And he thinks it's somewhere else, but it turns out that he is in, he's in the city.
0: That's really it's a cookbook, that's a Stephen all along. King, like the dome. Yeah, to, to serve man, yeah, see, like Twilight Zone kind of shit. Oh, they can't leave because this—the this city is a fake city. No wonder it's so crowded. Yeah, so the green I is us. Uh, and at the very end, yeah, the reveal cuts out, and it, they think it's New York, but it really is like Montana or like Siberia or something. Yeah, he could
1: get—he could get to the end of—he get to the end of it like. Um, the Truman, the Truman show, or show there was a sci-fi movie where the guy finds out he's in a computer simulation cuz he drives to the edge of it he hits he hits the edge of reality That's a couple yeah. Twilight Zone episodes too like he can't leave the town He can't leave yeah maybe the whole thing is like oh you can't go out there it's it's damn radioactive out there
0: Yeah they just that's that's the way they do it they you know, he goes to the edge and says oh it's radioactivity you can't go beyond these we're keeping you
1: safe and maybe okay so maybe uh what they're getting fed hmm i want i want part of the the real i want there i want there to be a lot, <laughs> this is going to sound bad i want there to be a lot of overweight people in this world because soylent has been fattening been fattening people up yeah so, so when they get right. processed and maybe everyone's blaming that on you know like uh oh, we got to eat soylent yellow to survive but it's got a bunch of carbs in it and i'm you know i think and this is going to be dark like the mist
0: where, okay, so Charlton Heston finds out that it, it is people, but, yeah, we live in in the factory, basically. Yeah. We live in this huge cattle pen that we think is New right. York, and then, like, once he
1: realizes this, there's nothing he can do. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I said I, I want him to get to the edge it just, of it somehow and find out that he's in a pit or he's in outer space. I don't know. Anything's good with me. Well, yeah, but then, but then I, but then I want immediately
0: the next scene to be like this middle class white family mm. in Chicago. Like, hey mom, it's like a fake commercial. Right. Hey mom, got any more of that soylent? And oh yes, Billy, and then soylent soylent flakes for breakfast, and they're just eating this right. shit. And that's where we leave with the audience, like, holy shit! Oh god!
1: Right, we we cut to the the real world, which is actually just a bunch of like. Affluent, nice people somewhere that have they no, have no idea. idea. Yeah. Ooh, that's
0: dark. Okay, so is um, our... well, that's the thing. Like, like that's that's like, that's speaking of like Charlton Heston movies. We all knew in the remake of Planet of the Apes, the the Mark Wahlberg one. We knew that it was Earth, right? Yeah. So we he, they had to do something, I guess, to
1: subvert that and turn it on its head Look in a Patrick, way. This is Generation Remix. We gotta we <laughs> gotta have a, a Lincoln Memorial where it's a monkey instead of Abe Lincoln. Right. No, I I like what you've done. In this Soylent City. All right. Well, do we? You know, there's some things about this movie that I don't know are necessarily going to fly in the year 2018 you mean prostitutes called furniture? <laughs> yeah women named the only the only women with lines in this movie are sex slaves that are dehumanized and called furniture and i didn't get that was what they were going until he went back to his
0: police chief and, and, the, and the chief was like how is the furniture and he goes like grapefruits. Yeah. and i go what oh wait the women
1: are called furniture that's crazy like that's that's a real broken society. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, but that's sort of. I mean, Saul, his roommate or neighbor, or whatever, played by uh, Edward Gene Robinson in his third appearance on the show. What's the th- What's the second one? I just know the the Double Indemnity. Double Indemnity. He was also in the Cincinnati Kid.
0: He was, he? he was the oh, he was okay. the yeah, you know sure. the old
1: the old guy who played cards. Yeah, this is his last movie gotcha. role before he died. Oh, really? He was so good he died in like this. twelve days after they finished. Huh. He was an old guy, but he was great. He was great. He dreamed, you know. Oh yeah, there's a scene in this movie. So, so Charlton Heston. I'm sorry to get off topic, but Charlton Heston steals all the uh, the rich soilent dudes' real food because they don't they don't get any real food. And he he brings it right. back to Saul. Uh, and he cooks, them, he cooks them a meal with like a salad and beef stew or something. Am I wrong in assuming that after these guys eating nothing but Soylent Crackers for, I'm assuming, years and years? Oh my years, god, your, your guts would be so like, destroyed. Like, that stuff is going to race through them like uh, Usain Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Heston should have spent the rest of this movie on a toilet. <laughs> totally, totally
0: worth it.
1: it. Yeah, I have no doubt
0: that looked like a tasty steak. My question is now, we've we've built up this fake Truman show slash cattle city, mm-hmm. right? Why are there rich people still in it?
1: Um I mean maybe maybe the person that gets murdered is the is the mayor of New York of New York with quotes around it, right? Sure. This is like, did you ever go to Exchange City as no, a kid? No, my class was one of the lame ones that didn't get to go to Exchange City. In oh, fifth grade man.
0: This, this is what it feels like. The, like, they just, the, the corporation or whoever, like, you're the mayor now. Right. And it's just some some vacant and, like, hollow position that doesn't mean anything. Like, all the other jobs. That's one thing I didn't get. And that one scene where they're passing out food stamps, they asked the lady do you want food credits or do you want cash? Right. And, she, and she says cash. And I'm like, where do they spend it? There's there's no, like, I've never, I've I've not seen one damn they,
1: market this they entire They buy time. knickknacks at the market. There was that, there's that scene with that person who's like selling toilet seats and whatever. Hmm. I just, I want this to feel more real, I guess. This just felt silly. Right. These people should have, I feel these people need to go to industrial ish jobs where it turns out they're actually running the the soylent machine. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't want this to fall into the village where it's like, oh, it was. It's this whole movie looks like it's taking place in the year nineteen fifty, but it's actually the no. year twenty seven seventy. I think what we need to do,
0: and it's going to sound silly, and you might not like it, because again, we're going to need to, We're going to need bodies. We're going to need numbers. Right. You know. And if they're all working there, living there, again, it's going to be like, where'd Steve go? I think what it needs to be is, like, you know, on this fake Soylent News program, they keep talking about, you know, like, refugees. Refugees are coming. Refugees are coming in thousands to, to the solace of New York City. Refugees, refugee camps, all this shit. And then I think, like, uh, you know, because they say that the weather's fucked up because global right. warming. Right, uh, you know, and then on the news the next day, tragedy strikes the refugee camp when a when a when a freak blizzard sweeps through New York, and kills thousands of refugees. Mm. So they say, like, oh, there's a big blizzard that's coming this weekend. Stay indoors, don't go out. You know, shops will be closed, so they can kind of lock folks
1: down. And sweep them up. I mean, can it just? Like, what if the promise is of getting housing outside of the—you know, everyone gets into a lottery and it's like, well, this week we got 1,000 units. If your number starts with— Well, now you're talking about the island. You're talking about the island. Right, right. Well, I, the, the problem is is, is that if there, a massive blizzard is supposed to hit New York and destroy large portions of it— uh, Well, not destroy it, but just, like, because these folks were left in, like, refugee camping
0: camping areas— had no protection from the the cold. Well, then what are the other people in the city doing? They're inside houses. That's what I'm saying. Like the staircase people. The staircase people would
1: die, right? Right, but you could just you, as easily say... that's how say you cover up that you're taking these folks? The staircase people have found found new homes at a farm upstate, right? Eh,
0: eh, eh. It's too. It's that's too much. The the, the wrath oh, of God we, why, came down. Why don't we just clone folks now? Just clone folks and clone folks by the thousands and uh, sweep them yeah,
1: up. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. I mean the whole the whole cannibalism arc is is a dumb thing to begin with, as I because humans are got more bones than meat half the time. Sure. Well, that's bone meal, man. That's good. That's good stuff. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why we would necessarily need to make make people food. The more I think about it, okay. Here's the thing: we're gonna we're gonna create a new animal that's
0: like twice the size of a cow, but it's got all the uses of a pork, right? Mm -hmm. And then an Asian little girl is gonna try to save one.
1: This is no. This is that other movie that was the thing. This oak job. What if? uh, What if in the soylent green version of New York City, all the people are are three times larger than actual human beings? (laughs) (laughs) I think we had our solid idea that this is a fake. This is
0: a fake city, and they just keep bringing refugees in by the thousands, when really they're
1: just like folks
0: to eat from other countries, basically.
1: And the people who live there and work in in Soylent, New York, are processing these people unknowingly. Exactly, that's all it is. And if they and if they mess around, maybe they get processed. Oh yeah, did you hear about Steve? He got his arm caught in the machine. Right. They Ke- Kevin uh, murdered a guy, so he got sent off to do military service. Sure. In the sure.
0: war. I think that, I think that's our answer, but again, again at the very end, even if he figures it out, it's all futile. Like it doesn't matter, changes the world nothing. Right, right. He can't,
1: he can't get out at all. Right. Like he has to be carried away in a straight jacket by the end of this. Right. Like that's yes. Oh yeah. Totally. That's what totally. would happen.
0: Another another cog in the machine. Indeed. What if... All right, let's start casting uh, this you, thing.
1: Oh, we're, we're, okay. Sorry,
0: what were you going to say? Tell me, tell me what your thought was. I was just imagining
1: that this all gets kicked off by someone opens their package of their their Soylent ration and there's a finger in it. And he's he's, oh. he's just a food <laughs> inspector this whole time. Sure. Nah, he can, be, he can still be a hardboiled He needs to be a hard-boiled cop. Well, I'm fine with him not being a cop
0: because he he didn't have to be a cop no, in he, this. He really didn't. He just wore a, he wore a hat and a scarf, a, a little a little ascot and said I'm a cop. Like he like
1: "Patrick, do we have time? Do we have time to play a little game?" Uh, depends on the game. Mostly I'm just curious. You you lock two men in a room. Who is the one that comes out alive? Charlton Heston or Clint Eastwood? Uh, what, what year are we talking? Let's put them both at, let's put them in 1970. They're both, they're both in good shape then. I mean, Troniston's dead. You couldn't have him fight it out now. No. But even then, I don't know, I don't know if... Who'd you say? Clint Eastwood.
0: I'd say, I'd say Clint Eastwood takes it hands really?
1: down. I see these two guys as basically yeah, the I, same I really guy.
0: No, 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 no. Clint Eastwood is way more, like... I I don't want to fuck with Clint Eastwood. Like he would take joy in like I mean, look at the Dirty Harry movies. Like he did not fuck around with folks. Whereas Charlton Heston, I just kind of see him as kind of shady. Does that
1: make sense? Oh yeah, this guy's Charlton Heston was a nut. That's what makes him dangerous. Maybe I I put I have my money
0: on Clint Eastwood. Like all you the time. you put them
1: both in a room, you, you lean over to Charlton Heston and you just be like Clint Clint doesn't like guns, man. And he will just go nuts.
0: But I, I could just see, like, wild-ass Clint Eastwood, like, walking hard at you, carrying a fucking pipe. Like, oh, mm. like I'd, I'd be scared of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Whereas Chuck might be a little crazy, and that's kind of scary. Clint Eastwood's fucking focused. And when he's focused... He's going to break your damn collarbone with a, with a lead pipe, Okay. You know? Okay, well, that's that's resolved. Settled. Thanks. Fun little game we played in the middle of our show. We're two old men. We're crazy and beat the fuck <laughs> out of each
1: other. So, Detective Frank Thorne, originally played by Charlton Ness. Who, who would you like to see be the guy who unravels? The guy or girl who unravels this whole thing? Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson? Yeah, Woody Harrelson.
0: Why? Um I, he 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 is not cuz Charlton Heston is is very unattractive. He's got the I don't gap know why he and... was famous in Hollywood because he just has a broken ass Halloween face. <laughs> like I just He hey man, he grew into that face. He looked better the older he got. I guess that's true, but it's just like he he did he looked like the everyman, which is what he needed to be in in most things. But I think Woody Harrelson might fit here in that kind of like he's kind of crazy, but is he is he really crazy or is he onto something?
1: And he's kind of the kind of kind of a dumpy gut, and you know. Mm, I don't know. Why I feel about Woody Harrelson here. What do you got, buddy? Well, I got a guy I want to put in every movie, Patrick. What do you got? His name's Mahershala Ali, and I want to see him try and try and find the secret. Soiling Green. I think we literally put him in something like two weeks ago. I'm pretty sure we brought him up
0: like two weeks ago. No, I think we 100% put him in something.
1: No, we didn't. I remember, I remember this. You wanted to put him in like a real shitty movie, like somewhere in time. And I said, no, let's not put Mahersha Ali in this shitty movie somewhere in time. Well, I, I, yeah, we went to Ter- Terrence Stamp, I think is what we
0: went with. Um... He's is he too good looking to be garbage factory? Like they they have the gross folks here. You know
1: what I'm saying? Uh, uh I don't know about that. I think he'd be fine. He's gonna be all sweaty and be wearing dirty clothes. Mm, I think I prefer Woody Harrelson in dirty clothes. Uh, mm. Kind of that
0: crazy Woody Harrelson. Thing
1: accent he's got what what is that an accent or is it just just him it's just him i'm trying to i'm like i do we have any defining characteristics of frank thorne he what about sam rockwell oscar award winning sam rockwell i knew you were going to say sam rockwell and i'm i'm pretty okay with sam rockwell actually well he
0: is the greatest actor of our time and Um, i just but i don't want i don't want to waste him here in this stupid snack
1: cracker movie either you know (laughs) Uh, I w- but he he'd be pretty good here too. He is. He's he's getting up there in age. Uh, but that's that's all right. Well, that doesn't matter to me. No, but really, what are, what kind of character? These characters are all terrible, by the way, except for except for Saul or Gene Robinson. I love Saul. I think he was great. Like the other two, the other two characters we got written down here are, are n- nothing, right?
0: I I think. I think Saul was the heart of the movie. I really do. Yeah, I would I would I'd be down for that. Gosh, can I, let me And I like the idea. I like the idea even more now that in this fake city, he's the guy who has all this contraband and he enjoys the the like the life from before everything went bad and he's the the story keeper and he's like you know, he 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 relishes his, his empty peanut butter jar, you know, because it's it's an archive of the time
1: that he longs for, I you mean, know. The point Saul's point is that he was supposed to be basically the internet for people who didn't have electricity, right? Right. Well, I'm just gonna read you some names. Okay. Is this for Saul or is this for Uh just I'm just gonna give you a whole cast here. All right. I I like I like Sam Rockwell. What about Sam Rockwell, Scarlett Johansson, Alan Alda? What about Sam Rockwell, Mandy Patinkin,
0: and Alexandra Daddario? Uh, Look at Mandy Patinkin and tell me that he wouldn't fit perfectly into this role. I follow. I just love Alan Alda quite a bit. I do like Alan Alda too. Is he getting? He's like. Is he like? He's, he's like eighty.
1: He like, okay, but he's he was just in Bridge of Spies. He's a he's a spry dude. Alan Alda could kick your ass. Hey, that's hundred percent true. I think I'm gonna push for Mandy Patinkin here. What if we did Sam he's got that Beard. Look at that beard. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Although I'm pretty sure he plays a character named Saul in Homeland, right? And I'm thinking about the same guy, aren't I? I don't. I, I need
0: to watch Homeland, but. This is S O L, and it's just, we don't have to call him now, We can call him Marcus
1: for all I care. He's younger than I thought. Okay, how's about how's about we try this on for size? Okay, Sam Rockwell, Mandy Patinkin, Scarlett Johansson.
0: I'm fine with that. That's that works perfectly for me.
1: I've got I've got Alexandra Daddario on probation after after that when we first met movie. She was fine in that. She was fine. They did stuff with her character by the end of that that I was was a bad writing choice on their part, and she's going to suffer the consequences. (laughs) So we have
0: our cast then, huh? Sam Rockwell, Mandy Patinkin, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, I'm fine with this cast we've got. I think it's a good movie, and I like the twist on it that the modern audiences might not
1: see coming, but it's still bleak like a good little movie should be there at the end. Oh, yeah. Gotta have that ending where it's it's definitely people eating Sam Rockwell as a cracker, <laughs>
0: right? Like Lord of War, we see his his transformation from human into into Triscuit cracker, and then that's shipped off to
1: Minnesota somewhere. Here's 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 how it goes, right? He gets loaded into the truck, uh, and it like there they 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 drive him to the factory, and there's like a sound like a like a metal like a metal falling on. Metal sound or something, you know, like like uh, this is going to cut to cereal being poured into a bowl. So whatever, factory sound can be faded into yeah. that. It's him. He goes, he oh, goes into the black, good. and then we come out of the black, uh, out of the box of cereal into the bowl, and it's it's that's pretty good. Uh, Soilentos or something, yeah, yeah, it's pretty something good. like that. Well, folks, I'm gonna put this up to two. Patrick, you, you give them what for on, on where to get out of I'll at give us. them what for. It's, hey,
0: what, it's our old friend John Wayne coming to tell you about using the internet. RemakeFactoryPod.com is our website, and Remake at, RemakeFactoryPod at gmail.com is the email address. What kind of funny Soylent goofs would you cram in this boy? And whether it's Soylent spam, all kinds, the whole line of products. We didn't even get to, there's an actual company called Soylent. Like, would they, we couldn't call this movie
1: Soylent Green anymore with um, people getting eaten. I think we would have to sue, I think we should sue them. The movie, the movie industry Certainly, came up with MGM the MGM has,
0: MGM has, has, has to have some, some, done some kind of a civil suit against them, right? They can change the name of their fart paste that they feed nerds. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, and then go to RFHS Pod on your internet search engine, and you'll find everything that we do on the internet.
1: Yeah. And I think that's good. Is are that going to do it for this week? Are you good? I'm good. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna see if I can fashion some pants. I'm getting kind of hungry actually after all this talk. Yeah, dude. This is where it, this
0: is where it cuts, and I look I look across at you, and you're just you're just a a, a roasted chicken oh. speaking.
1: You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hope. and you look back at me and I'm like a hot dog. It's hard to find something around here. I'm just looking at you this whole time. <laughs> All right, Jason. Until next time, I am Patrick. And I'm Jason.
0: It's people. Son of Green is people. Send help it's for that people. reason.
1: <laughs> All right, folks, bye.